Welcome to the Modern Elder Woman Podcast. We are here today to start a conversation, to assemble resources, and to build a community. This podcast is for empowered women in midlife and beyond who are preparing for or in the midst of a powerful third age. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator for our conversations. All women are welcome here. And we will be highlighting and spotlighting all the women over 45 who are living an untraditional lifestyle, whom I like to call blueprint breakers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Would love to hear from you, love to hear your feedback, ideas, suggestions, or if you'd like to be part of a future episode, you can reach me via email at amy at amyapalmer.com. Welcome to today's episode. There is still time to pursue your dreams. I have a conversation with Karen Briscoe and we talk about how it, it is very possible to pursue a new dream or resurrect an old dream in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond. And if you are a little skeptical about that right now, uh, stay tuned to this conversation with Karen. After having a conversation with Karen, you will absolutely believe in the possibility uh, and how you can look forward to new things and new heights in your future. A little bit about Karen Briscoe. Um, I did include her entire bio in the show notes, uh, so please refer there to get some more details. But Karen has written a book a few years ago. It's called Flip Time, Love Life. It's not her first book. She's, she's written multiple books, but this one particularly resonated with me. It's really, it's based on a heroine's journey and how the heroine explored new challenges, new heights, new goals, new visions later in life, into her 50s, into her 60s. And I found it so inspiring and empowering. Uh, Karen is also an uber successful realtor. She's built an amazing real estate business. She's considered a mega agent. um, And she coaches and mentors uh, other agents and she's she's done speaking she has a very successful podcast she has multiple books uh, so much i absolutely encourage you to check her out at the 5 minutesuccesscom you'll get all kinds of resources and guidance and inspiration from karen uh, in the meantime, when we talk about her book today in this conversa- conversation, I share a little bit about how it was very timely for me to read her book right now, Flip Time, Love Life. In it, one of the things she talks about, there's several things in there that jumped out at me, but one specifically is about taking Maslow's hierarchy of needs and flipping it on its head. And if you're not familiar with Maslow's hierarchy, it's a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid are physiological needs, like your needs for food, water, shelter. Then it's safety, safety and security, secure employment, secure personal safety, et cetera. Then a little bit higher up is love and belonging and connection and friendship. Then it comes esteem, 
respect, self-esteem, etc. Then at the very top is self-actualization, the desire to become the most that one can be. And conventional wisdom, the way that you look at this pyramid, you need the things at the bottom. You need the foundation in order to climb up the ladder, so to speak, to towards self-actualization. And at the time that I read her book a couple of weeks ago, I was really struggling with this. I was feeling a little insecure, unsafe, a little bit of second guessing, wondering what the future is going to bring, uh, what my financial picture is going to look like, where am I going to settle, all of those basic, basic, basic needs. And it was getting in the way of my creativity, my growth, um, focusing on my my inner self and my inner strength and focusing on my business from a bigger standpoint. It was really getting in my way. And I read Flip Time Love Life and read The Heroine's Journey of Haley, the main character, and it really reframed the whole thing for me. Uh, Karen and I talk about this a little bit in our conversation that, uh, that comes next, but I strongly recommend you checking out her book, Flip Time, Love Life, and enjoy our conversation. Hello, Karen Briscoe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, it's truly a privilege and an honor, and your modern elder woman community really resonates with me. So I am thrilled to be here and to visit with you today. Great. I'm look. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I can't wait to dive in. I mean, as you know, here at the Modern Elder Woman, we celebrate what we like to call the blueprint breakers, people who don't necessarily follow the norm, and they forge their own path. And so I'd love to start our conversation by hearing about your heroine's journey. Like what caused you to, you know, break the blueprint by venturing out in new directions in your 40s and your 50s? Oh, my goodness. Well, there's <laughs> where to begin. So I looking back, one thing you said you asked me was, well, if I noted my 20s where I am in today, I would have probably been more relaxed, uh, very driven as a young adult and was in commercial real estate out of college and met my husband and then had two children and his career took us to the moved us from Dallas to the Washington DC area and I was a primary caregiver for our children for the majority of their young years because of my husband's travel. And I look back and you're like, well, what would you tell your person to do? Like, I would have told her that she could have figured it out if she tried. <laughs> uh, so I look back and I, I wanted to stay home with our children. I, I feel blessed that I had the opportunity. And yet at the same time, it's very possible I would have been a better mother had I had a career. Because when I did go back into the workforce, I did a lot of part-time low level earning type of work, not really highly rewarding. And when I did go back and I met with success, it was such a game changer for me. And that led, as often happens when you achieve a high level success, then people start to notice. And that's where opportunities start to open up. I began working full time in real estate when my son left for college. So I was in my late 40s 
And so I, I really, like I said, I really resonate with your community because most of my success has been since I turned 50. And I, and, and even accelerated in my late 50s. So became a real estate agent. Many women choose real estate because it does have a flexible schedule. It allows you to work all the time instead of <laughs> business hours. What is unique about my career in real estate is that I reached what is known as a mega agent level, which means that I run it like a business. I have a business partner. We have three staff. We have a number of agents on the team and we sell at a high level. So and in most years, we sell around $100 million in real estate. We have a very sophisticated clientele. You are familiar with the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. marketplace. So you know about our sophisticated clientele. And I, uh, the heroine's journey, though, came about because when I achieved a high level of success and I looked around and I go, so that's that's all like I just be successful. I, I mean, it's great, but I still feel like there's more calling here. There's more for me to do. And that journey started in my late 50s. My understanding then is in your in your late 40s and early 50s, you launched your real estate career and you achieved a great level of success. Like how long did it take you to get to that level? Well, in the early years, it was the crazy rising market <laughs> right after uh -huh. 9-11 and the buildup of Homeland Security in the Northern Virginia, D.C. metro region led to a crazy real estate market all the way up through 0506. And then I became partners with a woman by the name of Sue Huckabee, who was number 10 in the nation at the time. And the the reasoning for the partnership, well, she she selected me because she knew I was a producer also because she was ill. And so we made the plan. We didn't know how soon though. She passed in 2008, the same month the financial markets crashed and she was 64 and I'm about to turn 64. And I'm like, like, wow, that was young. I look back and I go, I, I really, <laughs> it was a very challenging time to lose my business right. partner, to be in yeah. a very high, um, sophisticated business that's crashing all around me with financial markets. So the one thing I will say is I'm a resilient person and my current yeah. business partner, Lizzie Conroy came in 09 and it was a breath of fresh air. Somebody, I, I work well in partnerships, obviously. And so we set about rebuilding the business because really it's, you know, most people real rec remember the financial market crash and the real estate market crash of the 08 to 2010 was pretty devastating. And we we sustained that too. What was different was we rebuilt and came back, you know, better than before. And that is where a lot of people started asking me, how did you do it? Right. Because I had the, you know, double impact. And so I started coaching and speaking and training. And over and over again, that's where I started to hear my calling. So people were like, well, how did you know? And I'm like, well, people kept asking me. So I just kept responding, you know? Right. And then the book, the first book came about, I was, I had done a lot of productivity coaching and I figured out, well, I know how to do that. What I, when I kept hearing the call and feeling the call and yet didn't know how to answer the call or respond to the call, I began doing life coaching. 
And that was really when my world started to open up. I went on a retreat with some other women and Mm -hmm. we all had an opportunity to work on one idea, one concept that we wanted in our life. And I selected writing a book because that's what many people had said. And I'm like, okay, I should listen to this. So the last day we were to share what was stopping us from doing what we said we wanted in our life. And I had this epiphany. The other women still to this day remember the light bulb because it looked like a light bulb went off over my head. And they and I said, the only one stopping me is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as soon as I recognized that, and I was like, well, that's great. I felt empowered. I can change me. Up until then, I was like, oh, when, you know, I have more time and when the market changes and when this happens and when this person does this, then I'll have time. And I'm like, well, I'm in control of my time. And and so that's the part became empowering. Well, then I was like, okay, well, how? Okay, I know I'm going to do it. And how? Because I had the same lack of time as everybody else. Right. So that's when I, I hit on some hacks. One of the most useful one was Gretchen Rubin wrote a book. Well, first she wrote the book, The Happiness Project. And she said, she researched what people said would make them happy. And then she's like, well, why don't you do it? It's kind of like me, like, why don't you do it? If you know, you're going to be happy. (laughs) And so then it was more about like, how do you change habits? How do you change patterns of behavior? How do you change the way you look at things? So the way you look at things changes. And Mm -hmm. so she wrote a book, a habit book called Better Than Before. And one of the habits was to use daylight savings time in the fall and time hack your body and use that to get up earlier. And I am a professed not get her up earlier at that point in my life. And so I was like, and I wanted to be authentic and true to myself. I'm like, well, something's going to have to change. So I guess that's going to be it. And I picked that. And so that was when I would write. I got up 30 minutes earlier every day. I wrote for 30 minutes. And there was two other things that happened all about the same time. One was I had a, a another book, the one um, written by Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, Eat, Pray, Love. She wrote a book called Big Magic. Big Magic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in Big Magic, she talks about that there's ideas in the universe. And if those ideas come to you and you say, no, thank you. Passing on this one. I'm a little too busy right now. I got this, this, and this, and this. And the idea, if the idea's time has come, then it will go to someone else. And that's what created the urgency for me. Mm-hmm. I was I recognized the fact that it was a now thing because many right. people are like, oh, I'll write a book when I retire. I don't know if I want to do this. Or I was like, yeah, this is my idea. And I need to write the book now. And so the that journey really changed for me the trajectory of my life. Uh, the people I met, one of the most impactful was Hal Elrod with the Miracle Morning. And that's got mm-hmm. its own story. But it, it really has been an amazing journey uh, that, that that's where my heroine's journey began. Love that. Love it. Love it. So even though you were having a lot of success in your real estate career, you just, you had this fire inside of you. You just had more that you wanted to do and you were able, you know, through, through coaching and you were able to identify that you were the one getting in the way of that happening. Is that, 
Is, is that how it played out? Absolutely. It's one of the first things I'll ask people when I coach with them and they say they want to do something. And I'm like, well, so if you want to do it, then why are you stopping? Why aren't you t- <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had this happen today. A woman was like, well, I want to go to the club more and I want to work. I was like, okay. I. So if you really wanted to do it, you would have been right. doing it. So why aren't you doing it? And then she really thought about it and she goes, oh, I see what it is. So yeah. then she could you know, change her thoughts or change her actions or change her something about it so that she could do so. Like I had to change, like I had to get mm-hmm. up early. I mean, like I'm mm-hmm. telling people, I'm like, you know, seated, you know, chair writing actually mm-hmm. means at some point you have to write. So, right, um, right. and so that's what has been okay. one of the biggest changes. Well, be- before we dump, we, we jump into more about the new directions that you took. I, I have one more question about your real estate career. I'm wondering if, if it, was it at all a benefit that you sort of went into it a little bit later or what, do you feel like your age was a factor in, in at all in your success and how that part played out? Well, looking back now, I think I could have been successful at any time. Uh, my okay. business partner is 15 years younger than me. So when she started in residential real estate, she was in her early 30s. So I, I really want people to, uh, that's the other aspect of this, because if, if you didn't do it then, then so do it now. I mean, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start yeah. today. Um, I mean, yes, of course, I can find the benefits in it. I mean, I was a respected member of the community, and I had a lot of friends and relationships and contacts. The biggest reason, though, I believe that I became successful is because from the very beginning, I treated it like a business. Mm. Now, I felt very much a service orientation and helping people, but uh-huh. I I came from the perspective of this was um, a business transaction. And I, I there's this uh, Sears commercial you may remember way back in the day when they said the hard and soft side of Sears. I felt like I had have both. I have that coming from my commercial real estate background, I had the hard side in terms of the market knowledge and uh, the financial aspect and negotiation and the business knowledge. And then the relationship side was very, very important to me. So I I believe that I had both. I think uh, looking back, I, I believe I could have done it at any time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's well, a limiting and- belief I had that I, right. I am sharing with your community that that is a limiting belief. Right. And so- it- at any time you have a dream, mm-hmm. do it is basically the message that we're, that we're getting here, uh, no matter what the time. So as you, as you started to pursue other passions, did, so you, you know, you, you do coaching, you do speaking, you, you have a very, very successful podcast, you've written books. How did, like, did, did you jump into all of that at once? Did you do one of it? Like, <laughs> how did you how did you get all that done? Well, so my first book came out in August of 2016. So it's uh-huh. almost going to be seven years old. So the first book was what I call the big book. I had this brilliant idea that if real estate agents are often have this phenomenon that they're always on to the next thing, right? So I was like, okay, so the book needs to have something new all, all the time so that keep their attention. And so I, I did what's called a daily reader and merged, you know, that with a business book. And so it's big, 365. I mean, it's like, what was I thinking? So 
but it, it did have a, a niche in the marketplace. And that mm -hmm. was powerful because I was like, I, I want to do something that it's going to have a, a, an, um, you know, an, an impact. What I found very quickly was there's very few women that have written real estate books. There's a lot of men, there's a lot of men in podcasting, very few women. So it became pretty easy to become a guest on podcasts. And I, I had thought I was going to go on the speaking tour and I found the podcasting world to be, as you may as well, uh, that it, it's so wonderful that you can really do it mm -hmm. from anywhere. And I, after I started doing a lot of podcasts for other people, I was like, well, I could have a podcast. I, I teased my book asked for a podcast for its first birthday. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We'll do a podcast. That'll be the next thing we'll do. So it was, it was, um, the next opportunity came available and this is back to the big magic. I have raised my awareness and consciousness. When something comes to me, I now am more inclined to consider it as being part of my journey. Uh, whereas mm. before I would have said, I don't have enough time for that. Mm -hmm. So if it comes to me, then I'm like, okay, this is you know, the universe telling me this is mine to do. So I'm going to go uh, explore doing it. So that's how it came about. So it really was like kind of the next thing that came to mm -hmm. me. Right. And your, your podcast is five minutes success, success. right? Yes. yes. Yeah. You've got over four, you're, you're 400 and something episodes I in. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. And I've probably been a guest on a, oh, probably at least 250 other podcasts. So that's it's fantastic. been my my um my means of reaching reaching the public yeah. people yeah so uh and so then um i think you learned that what you were teaching to this niche market of realtors was applying to so much more and like so many other areas and and is that what sort of caused you to start broadening and and yes, well, when you write a, a book called Five Minute Success, <laughs> you end up getting a lot of opportunities to talk about productivity. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. And so that has been another aspect to the journey. the The book Flip Time Love Life, which you read, came about some of it because of the productivity conversation, where people would say, "Okay, come on, really, five minutes a day." that you can achieve a higher level of success. I mean, what gives? So uh, the Parkinson's law, limiting and restricting time has found that people, if they, they if they have too much time, then they don't get anything done, right? But if you have limited amount of time, then you focus and you, and I, I give the example, if you're getting ready to go on vacation or on a trip, you know, how productive are you the day before? Because you really do begin to discern what you're gonna need to get done. So that's the principle of the five minute success. From that perspective, the other aspect is when you focus on one concept at a time, you're more likely to remember it and then you can use it. And when you do that, then you're more likely to uh, implement it into your business and life. So those key focuses are what became my message beyond real estate mm -hmm. and are spreading out beyond real estate. But the flip time love life came about because I was in this coaching group with women and one of the women a couple of years into the uh the this time together she said well I think you should do a TEDx talk mm -hmm. and I'm like do you know how hard that is 
like really <laughs> I'm like I, I just want to point out to you that is a really hard thing to do like you can't just like say I want to do a TEDx talk and yet that whole resistance thing I was like okay somebody told me that's fine to do so I guess I better go figure it out and I about the same time I involved in Hal Elrod so I was telling you about Hal Elrod in the Miracle Morning community and I had gone to that one of those retreats as well and one of the objectives at those is to determine the one of the keynote speakers at the big event in December and I was voted off the island so I was like I'm not supposed to be the TEDx person I'm like what is this you know uh why does this thought keep coming back to me so I was like okay well if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it so I got a coach and I wrote a talk and I practiced that I rehearsed and I applied to TEDx's and I was selected for one and I delivered it in November and I'm like, yes, okay. I, I, I met my, <laughs> my goal. And then the next week, Hal Elrod's team called me and said, you know, we think we want to have you be one of our keynotes. And I'm like, wait a minute, I was voted on the island. <laughs> <laughs> and he said yeah there's something we think in your story that the community is going to want to hear of you know over 500 people like it was a big audience and I said well I just did this TEDx talk let me send it to you and let me see if this is what you want and it was and it was so overwhelming the response of the flip time love life message uh, that I had so many people come up to me I was like oh I guess I'm writing a book <laughs> I'm writing the story of Flip Time Love yeah. Life, The Heroine's Journey. And so that was was my next. And then that was December 2019. And Hal Elrod had decided that was going to be his last um, big event uh, because mm -hmm. of his health. And then, you know, what happened in 2020. So mm -hmm. that's the other message I'm going to share uh, with your community is that when something comes to you, there is some urgency. Like this may be it, right? Like, so... I oftentimes people are like, oh, I'll do that, you know, when this happens, you know, when I retire, when the kids leave home or after whatever. And so if if it's coming to you, my message is, you know, this is this is a now. This is a do it now. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's that's what that's what's worked for you. Not only have you been open to receiving sort of these these messages, these ideas, you know. Uh, but then you take you you've taken action on it. Um, so as we jump into the book, uh, I have to I have to tell you that it reading it was like the perfect timing for me. Um, I re I really enjoyed it. It, it. It's a it's a quick read, but very powerful. A lot of great messages in it. Um, the and the reason is like I could relate to Haley big time. The heroine. Uh, the, her the heroine, which is a lot of Karen, I can I can tell. Right? It's my story, but it's her story. It's a she, yeah. It's the a female story, a right. female heroine. There's a lot of hero stories. I wanted more. I we want more women's stories. Right. Well, what what connected with me about her the the, the most was she's a doer. And, and you know she's you know a pro, like a productivity expert like she she gets things done and that has served her well over her lifetime 
And she literally had to figure out how to flip that on its head. You know, that whole concept of be, do, have, um, it just, that just came along the perfect time for me. Cause I I'm, I'm facing, you know, this, a similar thing. I'm, you know, I'm pretty new in my, in my new phase of career and living and everything. And I was just starting to have some of that, that fear and, you know, work, stress and anxiety and all of that sort of stuff. And the way that you framed it, like with the, with the pyramid of, of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and like really flipping it. I mean, it just, I mean, it just opened up, opened up my mind on, yeah, we can do the self-actualization first. I mean, that was just such an amazing, powerful message. So, so thank you. Thank you for writing it. <laughs> well, I'm so glad because in being quote unquote, a productivity expert, everybody's like, well, so how do you manage time? I'm like, you can't manage time. Time is a human construct. I mean, mm-hmm. Einstein himself said that it's, it's relative, right? Mm-hmm. So you put your hand on a hot stove for five minutes, you're going to be burned. You hold the hand of someone you love for five minutes and it's going to just resonate with you, right? So that is why what we spend our time on matters. And what many people do on this Maslow needs is they work their way up the pyramid. They, you know, focus on the physical needs first. And this came very evident in the pandemic where I mean, think about it. It was toilet yeah. paper and, yeah. you know, we were very basic human needs. Food, and water, then, shelter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then food, water, and then relationships. And then you have the, you know, the steam needs and then self-actualization. Well, what if you run out of time? I mean, literally, mm. what if you run out of time? My business partner passed at 64. What if this, you know, is the the closing the door of a of an era. What if there is no more hollow rod, you know, opportunities to speak? So when you flip the pyramid mm-hmm. and, and start with self-actualization, and what I found is that everything gets better because you will be living authentically you. You will be living your best life, what you're meant to do. And when you're living your best life, then your relationships are going to be better. Your work is going to be better. Your and, and people think, oh, if I do that, then you know, how do I make a living and take care of all my basic needs? And I'm like, the thing is, is if you're doing what you want to do, you'll you'll figure it out. I mean, it you will be at your best self. So what you'd rather be at your worst self while you're doing all that and then you know wait till someday maybe that may not happen and so it was such a game changer for me because people frequently say to me well how do you get everything done I was like I just do the most important thing right then right I focus on it I give it me and it it almost always becomes clear right so it it is a practice it is a practice, like a lot of things, like it's not a one and done. Uh, but as you grow into it, just like I've learned to grow into listening for the messages about what is mine to do and what is next, it becomes mm-hmm. clearer. And then, you know, then you can, uh, you, you don't need to be productive because you will already be everything you were doing to have what you wanted, Right. Right. You'll you'll already be there instead of doing the work to have whatever the house, the 
relationship, the, the travel, to, to be happy, you will be happy, you will be your best self, you'll be authentic. And then the rest of it will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. It just, it really, really opened my mind and framed things in a different way. And you, um, you had a, a quote in there that I, that I loved um, because I've, I've used, I've used similar descriptions before, but not in this way. When you said, be the pebble that causes the ripple. Like you were talking yes. about the, rip, the ripple effect and having an impact on others. So can, can you speak to that idea a little bit? Well, you, you've heard that, you know, the ripple effect, what uh, often happens is like, you're, you're throwing something into the water to create the ripple. If you're the one that is having the, the effect, the ripple, I, I've had this conversation with my team and I'm like, the, my ability to impact and improve people's lives is at such a higher level because and, and today's Women's International Day and you I'm not sure when this is going to air, but if you think about it, you know, what is the best thing <laughs> that we could do, right, is to, to be our best selves. I mean, be the change you want to see in the world. It can have other effects too. So the ripple is one of them. It could also snowball. So it can, you know, build. Um, you can also have the domino effect. Like, you know, you've heard that one domino will knock over all of them. You can also have an exponential effect, right? Because it, it it can have such an impact that it will it will take levels at, uh, that you maybe kind of even imagine. And I, mm-hmm. I would say all of those have been true for me. Uh, the exponential is where I'm at right now, and the impact that you can have when you achieve a high level. And I. I've shared this, you know, with your community, but I really want to say that message to the modern elder woman community is that, you know, you are, you're called to be you for a reason and you doing you is going to have the most impact on, you know, the people around you and beyond that you may not even can conceive right now. But if you believe you can do it, <laughs> then, then you will you know, figure it out, just do the next thing. And then, and then it'll, you'll achieve it. Awesome. Yes, I absolutely uh, agree. Um, what big dreams are still ahead for you? So the, the, I say the next, it, it's a continuation <laughs> of the mm-hmm. opportunity to impact and improve people's lives. I've been really taking the life coaching to the next level because I've I found that if if the the person is in alignment, then everything else you know is going to work. So mm-hmm. I, I I had many years where I was coaching people on their productivity, and I'm like, okay, I can give you systems, static strategies, and I, you will be successful. What if you get there and you're like, oh wow, what about all this? So let's get the person. So I'm life coaching uh, for mega agents and those who want to be, although it expand beyond that I mega agents because that's my my strength skill set and the idea that uh that you know what if you achieve you know all the success and and then you lose important things to yourself like your health and relationships or you know the other uh aspects to a really full life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what advice do you have for women over 45 who want to make a big pivot in their life? They have a dream, but they're hesitant or they're fearful. Any, any thoughts on that? You know, fear is, is energy and Mm -hmm. it has its, uh, you know, origins and keeping you safe. And the thing is, is a change is, it's going to happen whether you decide to participate or not, <laughs> right? I mean, the world is constantly changing. And so to use that energy, it's, it's like public speaking or anything else. I mean, I had a speech impediment as a child. So this whole podcasting and public speaking and all that was, you know, it was uh, something I had to, to really uh, learn how to, to overcome my fears. And and yet I would say that that is probably all the more reason why you should, right? Because if you live a life of fear, you're, you're living a, a smaller version of yourself. <laughs> I'm sure uh-huh. you've heard that Marianne Williamson quote, you know, who am I? Uh, you are the person and you are capable beyond what you may believe right now. But somebody else, I... I Many times people have given me their belief in me and I've given my belief in them. So I would say find a community of people that would help you see your belief in yourself mm-hmm. is maybe where I would start. Yeah, you can borrow it for, for somebody yes. else for, for a while until you build it up in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think that's something that as women, I would love to see more of. I, yeah. I think that there's been some cooperation going on, like we were like, you know, competing and, you know, fake cooperating. I, I think that it, it it's a, the time has come for us all to see that there's an abundance of yes. opportunity in the world and that, that uh, you know, if, if the first person, you know, is not it, then, then there's more, right? I mean, just, right? So I would reach out because the people that have, impact and improve my life and want to pay it forward. I believe they're out there for you too. Love that. Well, I, I love your, I mean, I love your perspective and your message. Um, I mean, it just, like I said, it really, it really has had an impact on me. And I'm sure that I'm sure that the audience is going to feel the same. How can our community connect with you? Where can they find you? So the everything five minute success is easy because it's the number five mm-hmm. minute success. And there's a website and Facebook and social media. And then the book that you talked about, uh, Flip Time Love Life is available on Amazon and Audible, as well as the other books that are all more real estate productivity level of books. Um, if that's something that, that um, it's something you're interested in. And if you want to explore coaching with me, I have a very bespoke method. Uh, there is a place on the website where you can um, have a 30-minute free introductory call to see if that's something that uh, would uh, be beneficial to you. I would be uh, delighted to uh, open that up to your community. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll put links to all of that in the show notes. I'll, I'll put a link to your, your website and the book and your podcast so people can connect and get more information. Thank you so much for your time today. I've really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks, me Karen. As, me as well. Thank you.
thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Modern Elder Woman podcast. There is still time to pursue your dreams. Special, special thank you to today's guest, Karen Briscoe. Thank you for sharing your experiences, your stories. Please check out Karen at 5minutesuccess.com. And for you, the listener, thank you for sharing this episode with your friends. If you see me posting about this on social media, please share it. Uh, Please spread the word. And as you're listening, if you're enjoying what you're getting, I humbly ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It really, really helps us in the algorithm. If you have any ideas, thoughts, ideas, if you want to be a guest or know somebody who should be a guest, reach out to me via email, amy at amyapalmer.com. And if you would like to be a part of the conversation, I really want to get these conversations going. Join us in our Facebook group, the Modern Elder Woman Podcast on Facebook. Have a great day and have a great week breaking those blueprints.